the run. Back to the bottom. 47. Same with the 47. Let's play. Go to the middle lane here. Middle lane. Middle lane's in the push. Middle lane's in the push. Go back to the bottom here with him. Back to the bottom. Back to the Back to the top, back to the top, back to the top. All the way up top, all the way up top. Still there, corner, still there. Bottom of three, bottom of three. Still there, keep coming, keep coming. Woo! Okay. Okay. Awesome job, dude. Awesome job. Well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, another episode. I haven't gotten canceled yet, which is good. Uh... So welcome. Hopefully my audio is better this week because we did something different. Yeah, we we got a little bit of video that's going on uh, that'll be on YouTube, but we're running the audio a little bit different to hopefully give a bit cleaner of a sound. Uh, technology and cell phones being what they are, we're able to bring some uh, sound. Congratulations, though. You know, I think off the top we gotta yeah say <laughs> hell yeah, brother. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. And for those of you who's watching the video, that's not coffee and Chuck's cup. I'm going to rat him out right now. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, we got, on the, I don't know if you guys can see my video, but Chuck and I both have Miller highlights we're drinking right now. So the champ- champagne. I thought it was funny. He was trying to be slick, put in a coffee cup, but what? it is a Hoptimist cup. Like it says Hoptimist. I'm a Hoptimist. That's true. Yeah. That's true. What's the definition of? Is there a definition of a hobby? There is. It, it says a person who believes everything is better with a good craft beer. Uh, I, I think oh. you could just take a craft out of there and everything is better with a good beer. Yeah. yeah. It gets you some sharpie and just mark. Yeah. Yeah. Just mark the craft out and just uh, have a beer. I mean, I do enjoy a good craft beer, though. I, I'm a fan. No. I don't. I will say it. I will say I'm, I'm not a fan of craft beer. Uh, I feel like a lot of I like some, but uh, I feel like a lot of places try too hard to make their beer a little bit too special. Yeah, no, I could, I could. Ryan, I don't like the hoppy beers. Yeah, I do. So I'm a fan. You know, of hoppy. but each his own, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's cold and it's got alcohol in it, I'm a fan. That's good. That's good. But, yeah, I tried a little bit different spot today other than outside because outside didn't really work at all. Uh, and this doesn't work either. I mean, the phone part works. I, we can hear you a lot better. You, you lag a little bit on the video, but, you know, hey, I'd rather hear your voice than, than see you. Wait, yeah, no. Yeah, right. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to stick with uh, that. Voice for radio. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I will yeah. say, though, when you got out of the car, I don't think I realized before the race that you had the mustache going until you got out of the car after winning and mm-hmm. there's just this mustache. And I was like, all right, like, we're going. Must be good luck. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it now. I know. So. Flavor saver. Keeps the beer. You got that right. You got that right. So, but now it's a fun weekend uh, on that side, even though we had to run Monday. Nice. We got the whole race in. It was looking like for a little bit, we weren't going to get the whole race in. We we're going to run to halfway, but uh, we got it all in and it ended up, you know, working out for us again by a few inches. Yeah. Like what, what was it? Uh, 007. 007. Seven. Yeah. Two in a row. Yeah. 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 On a Monday, two dun, in a row. Yeah. At dun, 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 dun. Forget Daniel Craig. <laughs> you know? Blaney. Ryan Blaney. Isn't there a new 007 coming there out? There is. Then? There is. It's coming. Well, it was supposed to come out this summer, but I think they've pushed it Last back. Last one with Daniel Craig, right? Yeah. We'll have a new Bond. Who is your Bond? I mean, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. With a bit of uh, Roger Moore thrown <laughs> in there. I like Roger I like Daniel Craig. I do too. 007. I think he does a good job. Yeah. I didn't grow up. I didn't originally like him as Bond, but he grew on me. I'm not a really big fan of blondes. Sorry, Chuck. Kim, your, sorry. your hair is also blonde right now. I prefer the uh, darker hair on the male specimen. Yes, 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 yes. Well, end of the race. I got to talk about it. We got it. We got that that last lap. The fact that it was that close of a finish, and that is the second time at Talladega in a row that you have won that 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 uh, in that fashion. But also looking at the other plate tracks, I mean, you've been there in contention in a lot of those. You've heard it on a lot of the talk shows. 
Are you not like one of the best uh, plate racers, dude? Like, is that is that the thing now? I don't know about that. Um, just in the right spot, right time, I think. Uh, you know, we led a lot of laps Sunday. Our car or Monday, our car was fast, but uh, just in a good spot at the right time. I feel like, and how the roles were reversed. Um, you know, from from last year to this year, Talladega. From okay, last year we were leading, and we lost the lead and then had a pass back on the front stretch. But this year we got the lead down the back and then we had a block. Um, so it was kind of just different roles, but, um, definitely exciting. And, um, I mean, it was a freaking, it was a wild one coming to the front for coming to the line because honestly we got the lead and I looked up in my mirror at three and four and I was like, or out before and I'm like, I'm way too far out in front. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, then we just kind of broke up and, and we had a block big runs coming to us and we were all beating and banging and hitting each other. And, uh, we just barely edged it out. So one of them things works out for you. You'll lose some by that much, but nice. You win some by that much too. When so. you, you, you said right place, right time. But I mean, I also have to call out the fact that with, with what, like eight to go, it was like, you said, all right, I'm going now and just, drove up to the front. And I know other folks were saving fuel, but was yeah. that just the strategy that y'all had? You knew you were to the good, so you just held back, and then it was like, all right, go time, and just... Um, well, we were saving fuel, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was, it was going to be really close for everyone, obviously. We came in on the one to go uh, and, and topped off because we knew it was going to be really close. Um, and that restart, we were on the bottom, and that was a restart like the 95 tried to get down in front of, I think, the 20, and they hit and checked up the bottom lane a lot. So we were just back in 15th or whatever, and we are like, all right, well, we're back here now. Uh, let's just say why we can. You know, there was no lanes. There was no third lane forming or anything like that. So we were just, just saving. And, and when we got to, like, yeah, 8 or 10 to go, we were like, all right, we've saved enough. We can we can start trying to move. And then it worked out that other cars were trying to save, too. Uh, we're still trying to save, so we kind of beat everybody to the punch of saving more before everybody, uh, and then we could we could go. And some cars were still saving a little bit, so um, yeah, yeah, it definitely worked out that we were saving save a lot in the beginning of that run to be one of the first cars to try to make a move and go forward. Speaking so. of saving, that maneuver you made where you like saved the car, Jesus! Yeah, that was a pucker moment. Really? Uh, we. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was wild. It was just bad timing. Uh, I turned out to pass the forty-seven, and Brad hit me pretty hard when I did it. And it was just a weird timing deal where uh, where we came together. And uh, yeah, luckily we didn't wad the field up. I thought I, that went through my head for a second, and luckily we were able to straighten her back out and keep on rolling. Well, thank so, God, and still get the lead, which was amazing that we were still able to get the lead uh, from that. So loose is fast. Well, and thank God you got those uh, bright yellow Menards gloves. Like you can just see that through the windshield. Just this. Yeah. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're bad. Yeah. I.e. Martinsville, <laughs> they can bite you a little bit. But uh, they're sometimes fun to watch your hand. Yes. So, in, in, yeah. in that instance, you knew what to do with your hands. Mm. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice one. Yeah. Uh, United two coming out. We talked about that before. Yes, yes, yes. Um, How was y'all's weekend? You guys ran that. Were at the track, were you? No, Kim. Were you? Were you in town or out of town? I was out of town. Out I went town. to Austin, Texas, to visit a friend. How was Austin? That's an Austin, Austin accent. <laughs> the Boston. It's Boston, Texas. Boston. Accent for the Austin, Texas. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was really good. I mean, obviously different because not a lot of stuff, like the music venues and stuff aren't open really, but they have a lot of food trucks there. So, like, they have, like, food truck parks. So, you could still, like, go out because it's, like, picnic tables. So, you're outside. So, you, like, order stuff on your phone and then go pick it up at the food truck. And then they have, like, tons of – but there's tons of them all over the city. So, it was kind of nice – to get out and the, God, the food in Austin is so good. I had forgot, not that I had forgotten, but it was probably like the fourth time I've been there and still love it just as much. Good. It's got an eclectic crowd there too. I think barbecue. 
in Austin or what? What's the? I thought there was a big barbecue down there. Or there no? is a lot of barbecue, uh, a lot of tacos, and then just like a mix of stuff. Honestly, the best meal we had was at this um, food truck called Eastside King, and it's like Asian street food kind of hybrid. Oh, it was so good, so good. Tex-Mex, right? Texas Mexican food is that what they call it? Uh, Tex-Mex, yeah, there's some Tex-Mex. We did do some breakfast tacos at one point, uh, some regular tacos at this place called Veracruz. So it was good. It was good. No complaints here. Well, that's great. That's yeah. lovely. And the weather was nice, too. The weather was nice here, too, in Charlotte. It was uh, a yeah. little bit warm, and, uh, you know, I was working most of the weekend, so... You know, it is what it is. I didn't really have a uh, off weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. A nice little getaway. Biked a bunch. Ooh. Austin's a biking city. I didn't really realize that. That's what I... Like bicycles? Pedaling? Yep. I, I like how this is our pedaling bicycle yeah. hand motion. We can't see our feet. Yeah. I'm doing that when we get done with the uh, the, the show today. I'm going to go for a bike ride this evening. I might get a new bike. It made me want to get a new bike. I've got like a beach cruiser. Yeah. But I rented a hybrid in Austin and now I want like a more. I need a bike with gears right now. I've only yeah, got a single. A, yeah. Speed. I need a bike with gears because of the hills here. Yeah. I mean, you get a good, you get a good workout with just a single speed, but you're limited with the speed that you can go. Okay. Just faster. I tried, but when you, there's no like, <laughs> You can only paddle, pedal so fast, and then it doesn't catch up, and it's like you're just spinning your feet. Yeah. The gear yeah, ratios you, you being what they like are. like on the flats more than anything. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got a new Indian a couple weeks ago, and we rode up Saturday to Boone. Uh, me and a couple buddies, and that was, that was a fun time. That uh, is fun. It was rainy a little bit, which was unfortunate. Uh, only for like 10 minutes, though. What's that? During your ride, it started raining? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Uh, what's that? I said, shoot. Shoot is right. I think that's the first time Kim's <laughs> ever was, you know, referred to not say a cuss word <laughs> on the show. Fiddlesticks. Uh, Shit. There you go. I don't fun. know why I said shoot. It was one yeah, I like shoot. I can't it was raining hard Sunday. Hard. Uh, for a little bit. And that Talladega needs lights. I will say that Talladega needs what lights? Lights. Yeah. Light. Uh, can you imagine Talladega at night? Badass. Yeah. I'm of two minds about it. I'm of two minds about it because, on the one hand, I would like the option to be able to continue a race and not have to be have that hard out of yeah. whatever like. 6.30. If, if we don't have the track, if we're not drying by this time, then we're not going to be able to go. It would be nice to have that leeway, but at the same time, I don't want to get into a point where like, ooh, Saturday night Talladega race, because then you're losing, you know, that big night on the boulevard. Oh, true. Like, the nightlife at Talladega is kind of its its signature. True that. Talladega in the fall, when the time changes... You got to get that race started real early. Yeah, well, I, I'm not opposed to an early start to a race um, for me personally. I mean, yeah, but we're not making those calls. I don't know. Maybe the people that do are listening to this podcast and be like, maybe we could just you know start at one o'clock, <laughs> maybe noon. You know, hey, I good. think if you do a Saturday night race at Talladega, I would stay Saturday night and then just go home Sunday. That's what it could Sorry. be. The, the big one on the boulevard could be a victor's celebration. Yeah. You know, you'd have less probably drivers. Well, that's not true. There's some drivers I think that would stay for it. I think you'd have a few less drivers be like at the big one, but I think still some would stay and then you would have the winner. So it's like, or, or hear me out on this. You kind of, well, no, you flip the schedule a little bit. And instead of having the Sunday race be the cup race, make the Sunday race, the Xfinity race. So you have your big show Saturday night, you get it, and then you have sort of like a treat the next day. I would, I would love that. 
for when you wake up there's boom here's a little bit of racing to wake up to and uh nurse your hangover before you head home yeah that'd be nice yeah although a hangover with the sound of car engines although i guess that's what the fans are doing now though if they're going out on saturday and staying for the race on sunday it's not any different and at talladega and the super speedways that that high whine of the engines can put you to sleep if you're in the infield, I've I have seen plenty of people sleeping during the race at Talladega. <laughs> now, granted, they were probably intoxicated. Um, yeah, and it was probably passed out instead of sleeping. Yeah. But you know, yeah, you can't get hungover if you stop don't stop drinking. So, exactly. that's just that's just, that's just that. the other cool thing would be if you had lights there would be a a Wednesday night race at Talladega, like a prime time in the summer. Uh, Wednesday night race because it's close enough that you could make a quicker turn there if you were uh, you know a couple years ago Brad Keselowski did his reimagining of the schedule if you had that on there on a Wednesday like that might not be uh, bad yeah Uh, wouldn't be bad yeah it could it would be intense it would be intense intense um no shirt huh this shirt where'd you get your shirt NASCAR's family. Yeah. They uh, handed these out, uh, I think it was last year, I want to say. Um, we, when they started the whole NASCAR is uh, mm. marketing push, they rolled it out to the employees before, and they sent out, or not sent out, we had a big meeting, and they handed out shirts, and one of the ones was NASCAR is me, NASCAR is family, NASCAR is racing. Like It, it was all those different things, and I just figured – Today was a good day to wear the NASCAR is family shirt for the, uh, the podcast. I was curious. Nice shirt. Good fit. Looks like the material's nice. It's, it is. It's a nice soft shirt. It might be a little bit uh, snug in my COVID weights right now, um, but up here we've it's all, fine. We've all got the COVID weights. Yeah. I it, said goodbye to my abs like weeks ago. It's fine. I mean, I, cardio's up. It's just I don't have the weights to do the – Get the muscle in the upper body and the the core. Yeah. But it is what it is. But no, yeah. I did figure uh, it was a good, this is a good day to wear the NASCAR's family because we are family. And we saw that this weekend. And I don't think there's really any good way to get into that. But um, it was a good showing of support for Bubba and I believe continued showing of support for Bubba. Um, I don't know if you have anything that, you want to throw in there, Ryan, if anything you want to say? You know, no, I mean, uh, yeah, no matter what happened, you know, whether what, what the findings were, what they didn't actually end up being, uh, I thought it was right to investigate nonetheless. And I thought it was nice that we still just showed support regardless. So, um, and, you know, it's a good thing that there's nobody around the garages or the racetracks that would do something like that. So, um, you know, even though it's a little bit of a, you know, getting a little bit of a bad rap, uh, but it's really, it's no one's fault. It's just something they found and they, they, you know, we kind of jumped to conclusions of of the worst possible scenario. Um, but I think, you know, the good you can take out of it is no one would do is, you know, is responsible for doing something like that. And, you know, everyone's still supporting them. I'm just, you know, I was more relieved that there's nobody that's out there doing stuff like that. Um, but it's just the, the kind of, I think it was just a a really knee jerk reaction from what's been going on and expecting the worst right away. Um, and you know, you just, you kind of backtrack on it, uh, which is unfortunate, but you know, you gotta look at the good in it. Nobody hesitated. The good thing is like nobody hesitated to even think twice about supporting Bubba. So it was like, People could have, when it, when uh, the rope was originally found, been like, oh, you know, eh, who knows? Let's wait till the investigation. Da, 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 da. But I, everybody showed up on Monday to support him, and I think that's what matters. Well, and the the thing that I always go back to is, regardless of the outcome of the investigation, um, like which I am fully behind the fact that it was done and done in the right way you know it was launched they got to the bottom of it pretty quickly which is good um that doesn't take away or minimize the fact that there's still a lot of 
negative comments on the internet that have nothing to do with that that were happening before then and that Mm -hmm. continue to happen. And I think, to me, the showing of support on Pitt Road was not necessarily about what may or may not have been in the garage, but what is also going on outside of the sport that's focused in, and a lot of that is focused on on Bubba, and I think it was a good way. To, I, I mean, I, I teared up Sunday watching that because I know yeah, too. how all of you guys feel about each other. I mean, you know, there's like, I think Bowman said it's like, we might not always see eye to eye, but, you know, damn it, we're doing this stuff together, and I'm paraphrasing him, but, you know, I respect the hell out of everybody, and, you know, this is a family. And that's, again, yeah. NASCAR is, is family. Good shirt, nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. Good shirt. That's, you know, there's no a, no easy way to transition away from that um, other than to just transition away. But know that, you know, everybody put up the I stand with Bubba stuff and I still stand with Bubba and we'll always stand with Bubba because I think he is doing what he needs to do. And I love his passion and I love what he's doing for the sport. Me too. So. I agree. It was cool that you guys had a moment before the race and then you and Bubba had a moment after the race when you won. You know, it was cool to, uh, you know, you said before the race and then after the race, seeing him on pit road, that was cool too. So, um, yeah, definitely made a, you know, a good day better as far as that goes. And, um, people ask me, they're like, what did, what did y'all talk about? Uh, after the race there, when he came over, I was like, you know what? I can't really remember. Uh, I think it was something about, you know, eating food and drinking beer sometime this week and what day we need to do that. So, uh, the truly yeah. important things, the really important stuff, yeah. you know, figuring out, figuring out the important things. I, I thought that was, you know, it was a good conversation. Well, I, I tried to find, uh, the in car cause I saw that on the broadcast and then the in car that we brought in, uh, for NASCAR, it cuts off, the, the one that's in the archive cuts off before Bubba comes up to the car. So, mm. you know, there's a microphone in the, like, I could probably have heard what you said based off of the interior microphone. Um, you know, that's private conversation. I know, um, but hey. I was to say, it's a little intimate. I'm just yeah. saying that a couple of years ago, that got Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss in trouble, is that, that that camera does pick up audio. So I'm just saying. The secret recording stuff is just, I don't agree with it. It's, it's terrible. It's not awful. secret, what you man. What are you seeing in now? You, you, knew, you knew you had an in-car camera. I'm just trying Doesn't to let matter? you. I'm just trying no? to let you know that that in-car camera is always rolling audio. Okay, well, I'll let you know that I'm going to plant a camera in your bedroom, and you'll probably forget about it. <laughs> and I'll just, you know, throw this stuff on the internet someday with, you know, and I feel yeah. like. So just, just remember, there's always a hot mic. That's all I'm saying. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking mm-hmm. about your fuel, fuel mileage strategy. Maybe, uh, you know, talk about beers and dinner, and that's your code. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Y'all always want to listen to everything we say, huh? Always want to listen. Can't have any private conversation nowadays. Spies. Big brother. Spies hey, everywhere. Hey, hey. Yeah. I'm, I'm part of the media, you know? We have to know. Yeah, I know. We have to know. Yeah. yeah. No, but it that was it was a cool shot, though. That was a cool, uh, cool moment. And I, I do have to ask this question. Uh when he came up behind you when you're going down the front stretch and gave you the tap, did you know he was coming or did he uh, catch you off guard? He caught me off guard, completely off guard. Um, I had no idea because, you know, we were so far um, past the entrance of pit road. I didn't think anyone was still on the track. And then when someone hit me, I was like, who the hell? I was like, oh, it's just Daryl. Okay. I was like, oh no, someone pissed off at me. Yeah. And uh, no, it's just Bubba. But no, that was cool. But yeah, I had no idea he was coming. I didn't even look at my mirror. I was looking at all the fans in the stands. How was that? How was how how were the fans that were there? How cool was it to have them there? Well, it was nice to just have more people there, right? I mean, Homestead was a thousand, and here we had there's there's a pretty good amount. I mean, I'm sure we had every bit of five thousand. Uh, the max allotted, you know, that they'd allow maybe four to five thousand. I'm sure. Uh, you know, it'd be on a Monday. It's cool that many people showed up, but 
it was just cool, you know, especially when you get to win the race and you hear them right on the front stretch, right, which is cool. And found a kid again, and but they would get check a play again, away again. So that was pretty cool that people were there for that to happen. And um, it was good. It was just nice to, you know, hear them again, which was, which was awesome. And the pre-race stuff, you know, for all them cheering and supporting him too was, was cool to have him out there. So, yeah. I do uh, want to note, uh, I got this stat earlier today. About your win, your fourth win in your career. Um, you now have more current career career wins at 26 than Jimmy Johnson, David Pearson, Cale Yarbrough, Dale Earnhardt, Bobby Allison, Daryl Waltrip, Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, and Matt Kenseth. Jesus. So okay, well, Chase Elliott has seven wins and he's 25, 24. So he's kicking my ass. But and you also have, uh, you know, Kyle Busch had several by the time he was the same age. Joey Logano, um, and uh, Jeff Gordon. That guy. That guy had mm-hmm. some wins. Um, but but the other thing to note about that of the drive, there are only seventeen drivers that have four wins. And like from there, that it progressively gets smaller. So you're moving into rarer and rarer uh, air with drivers Wait, that have. What do you wins. mean? So if you look at the all times wins list, you know, okay, um, drivers that have four wins total in cup. Yeah, there are only seventeen, or not, there are only seventeen drivers in the history of NASCAR that have four wins. Four. And of the active, okay. yeah, I think of the active drivers. T- 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 let me pull hmm. this up real quick. There's, there's, there's stats that go with this. Yes. We get into NASCAR stuff. Um, active drivers. You are the only active driver with four wins. Um, Kyle Larson has six. Chase Elliott seven. Clint Boyer ten. Newman eighteen. And then, but the other active drivers with wins. Almarola two, Bowman two, Dylan two, Eric Jones two, David Reagan two, Ricky two. So you're moving into you're the only active driver with four wins. So how about that? Oh wow. Yeah. So honored. Yeah. Honored. Maybe you could come home with six by the end of next weekend. I sure hope so. That'd be nice. We're just I'm just trying to be like Chase. Sweep the so, weekend, man. Sweep the to get weekend. There. How hard would that yeah, be at Pocono? How hard? Uh, I mean, I think it's hard to. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to win any great singular race, but trying to win two of them, and yeah, it's gonna be tough. Definitely be tough. Um, you know, with the invert and all that stuff. But do we think somebody's hard. gonna do it? Sweep it. Um, I don't want to say it can't be done. It definitely can be for sure. Uh, we'll have to find out on Saturday and Sunday. For uh, Pocono, several drivers have swept both races at Pocono. It's happened a couple of times. I know uh, Junior did it. I know, I think Jimmy's done it. I think Denny has done it as well. Denny or Kyle, or Kyle was either sweeping it or he got the last one and the first one of the net. He had back to back, though. But like the the year sweep. um, Yeah. I know it has happened several times. So. It'd be fun to see that year sweep in two days. Just saying, no pressure. That would be nice. No pressure, we'll mustache. See. Keep the mustache. We'll find, out. we'll find out if I can keep my stash. It's good luck, and I'll keep it. Hey, I mean, is it good luck if you win one but not the other? Yeah, if you win a race, it's good luck. I'm saying you got to see how the weekend. You got to see how the weekend goes. The weekend, but not the other. It's still good luck. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I'm just going to try to find any excuse I can to keep it. Yeah. I mean, have you have you gotten any comments that, hey, uh, did you lose your razor? My father. <laughs> oh, really? Dave. Yeah, my father called me yesterday. He was like, have you gotten the call yet? I said, what call? He said, the call to, I don't know. I forget what the hell he said. It was something corny or the damn dad joke or something. The call that your razor broke and you have a mustache or something. I said it was good luck. Obviously, good luck. It's like you can't, you know. Has your dad I, ever it was funny had because facial he, hair? What's that? Has your dad ever had facial hair? No, no, he's never been a, a beard, mustache, 
goatee kind of guy. Long hair. He had long hair when he was younger. Man, his bias, his hair was long, longer than mine. And uh, but no, he hates it. He absolutely hates it. He was giving me shit the other day or last week. He was like, you know, I've never seen you win with facial hair ever. You've always been clean shaved when you won. I was like, huh? And I, I was like, huh? Proved you wrong this weekend. <laughs> so, so and he was like, ah, I can't really, can't really say nothing about that. So, all right. What's your mom think? Yeah. So we'll see. It's not as long as Chuck's, but you know, it's getting there. That's true. I'm I'm debating on whether or not I'm gonna shave mine soon. Isn't it terrible how much work you have to put in to grow something decent and how short how little time it takes to just destroy it? Yep. Yeah. Was it like same like, with like anything. Yeah. Longer hair. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I so long. I'm I'm supposed to go out on a uh, on a, a date oh. a date tomorrow. Oh. So like oh. I, I'm like do Stop. do I keep the mustache or do Wait I sh- do I shave it? Do tell. Uh, well, it's gonna be interesting all. now that North Carolina is requiring uh, masks. Like I could just wear the mask and not worry about shaving. She'll never know. She'll never or- know. Just like. Put you know, get a sippy cup and a straw to like drink uh, my drink out of. Uh... You guys can make out through the masks. <laughs> and just Ooh. be weird. I bet some people have done that. I bet that's like a weird, kinky person was like, "Let's make out through my." I mean, if you can, if you can imagine it, I'm sure it's been done on the internet. It's on the internet. <laughs> yeah. On uh, Pornhub. I'm about to look that up later. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh... <laughs> Wait, North Carolina, you have to wear masks again now? Yeah, yeah, no, it, it uh, just uh, came out today, right right as we were starting to tape, that uh, North Carolina is going to remain in phase two. And uh, for how long did we did they say? I didn't see that. I just saw the headline that said remain in stage yeah, two, and then that masks will be required if you are unable to physically socially distance yourself. Wait, so if you go to a restaurant, you got to wear one, unless you're when you're eating. Yeah. Because I think because oh, I think it's one of those things though. Like if you're with people in your household or group, then I think it's less like those are people that you're interacting with. I'm, it's more for like people that work there and different. Uh, yeah, yeah. We kind of huh. glossed over this date. Um, where are you going? Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, I, so that like that was the other thing. Like, what do you do? How do you date? In because I don't want to have a Zoom date. No, like, you I, go to their yeah. house. Do you go to their house though? I like on a first date. That's uh, weird. Yeah, I have. I, I feel like that's weird. I feel like that's more like well, Tinder. I'm going to hook up. Like, mm-hmm. no? no. I just feel like I a think house. This day and age, buddy, you gotta. Wasn't it the Swedes that said you should just have a sex partner for quarantine? Yeah, they did. They did. Um, but you gotta you gotta vet the sex partner. You can't just like go out and like pick a random person, right? I mean, it's got to be someone that you know to be uh, COVID free. Ah, uh, yes, maybe. Yeah. Um, I would say for the first date, stick to the outside if there's like a back porch. Yeah. Well. And then second date inside. Right. I mean, I threw out a couple of options. I was like, here's three three things that we could do. Which do you think is the best of these? I, I threw out to uh, make a picnic and go to the park and hang out at the park. Um, the go- way she said made it sound like you said naked picnic. Yes, naked picnic in the park. I thought that's what he said yes. too. I know. Both of us are. <laughs> hey. Um, that's, you know, naked and afraid. Just get out there and just bear it all and this is, this is what you got. I think how else are you going to get intimate with someone? Just date naked. You know? I was excited they said naked picnic. I'm like, oh shit! All right, <laughs> damn, okay. naked guys showed up. Now it's a party. Mm-hmm. Okay, so picnic at Freedom Park was yeah. one. Um, go for like fix some uh, undercover drinks and like go for a walk in a historic neighborhood That's and check fun. check out some cool things, or go to a brewery that has outdoor seating. Um, yeah. And I know several breweries that aren't as crowded as some of the other ones and are very good at uh, being socially distanced outside. 
So mm-hmm. we went that route. Mm-hmm. That's a solid one. That's my favorite option as a three. It's the simple option. Uh, like it's the less yeah. you don't have to put in as much work. Make sure she looks like I feel like the picnic thing. That's not a first date thing. You got to think outside the know. box, though, in this new world. Yeah. Like, like Kim, what do you think? Like, is a picnic like a good first date, or is that just like kind of? I don't know. Like, it seems, seems hokey. It seems uh, hokey. Yeah. I don't know if I would do a picnic on a first date, but because, like, to me, like, like I said, what about back back porch drinks? I don't have a porch yet. It's just a stoop, so it'd be backyard <laughs> drinks. Like you'll come and hang out on my stoop. I'm stoop kid, doing stoop kid things. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting um, a deck. Where but. did you meet this this uh, lady? Um, on one of the dating apps. There's nothing wrong with that. I know, I know. Hey, there isn't that at all. But you always like feel. I feel a little defeated every time that I say it's a dating app. Why? I don't I know. Mean, they're normal now. I've never had to use a dating app, but they are normal. But oh. as you said, they're normal now because where are you going to go now to meet people? True. Like, True. how? Do- I like how Kim just slid in. Like, well, I've never had to use a dating app before. <laughs> no big deal to. for me. That doesn't mean that I've not uh, done some unusual things to find dates, but. What is the most unusual? I have to ask now. What is the most unusual <laughs> thing yeah, you have no, done no. to find a date? Yeah. Um. Did you slide uh, in those DMs uh, on Instagram? Did you take someone no, to PS? No, no, no DMs on Instagram. I've slid into a DM on LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, Kim, LinkedIn, LinkedIn. <laughs> I feel like it's a little bit did, more. Did they have a cell phone holster? Um, a little bit more <laughs> vetted. Is uh, it because you see where they work? Like LinkedIn is like. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your face. LinkedIn. Wow. Damn. I. I, I it never. Wasn't even, it wasn't even like. <laughs> it wasn't even like let's go on a date. It was just. It was a sweet resume. Like, you want to go grab a beer and discuss? Uh, uh, Discuss PowerPoint. Oh, you went to Stanford, huh? Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that what was, was your line? Was yeah, what was, your, what was your pickup line? I actually think um, getting messages on LinkedIn is that are not career oriented is very strange, and I don't enjoy it when it's done to me. But so you, because I you didn't enjoy it, it you once. decided to return the favor to someone. I may have done it once. How? What was your line? Like, what was your line for LinkedIn when you, you know, slid into the LinkedIn DMs? Uh, she knows. She knows. She's smiling like she whole knows. Other, there's a whole other backstory. There. Okay. Okay. Oh, that would reveal the other participant, I think. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 I see you have a master's degree. Do you want a master's degree with me? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to master these degrees? It was a very innocuous message that was not intended to snowball into any sort of date, but it did. Okay. So small talk that led to. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Literally it was not, it was not to hit on anybody. It was an innocuous message about something totally unrelated to any dating and then it just so is that the weirdest thing you've done to get a date yeah probably okay i mean linkedin that linkedin is up is up there with uh that that's an interesting one never Uh again i probably won't ever do it again never again never again um we've all slid into dm at some point i've done plenty of them yeah i mean you shoot your shot just don't uh be a dick about it yeah, yeah you can't that be was actually it. the first and only time. I'm not really like a DM slider. I used to be when I was younger, and I, I'm not kind of grow out of it. Like I don't really, yeah. I don't slide into DMs very often anymore. If it is, it's like with a really like like Kate Beckinsale or something. If I'm drunk, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> she's hot. Oh my god, she's so hot. Oh, she's so hot. Kate, Kate, 
I don't care how old she is. She's kind of, she's kind of goofy, but I hey, like it. I like goofy. I'm good with goofy. I like it. I can do goofy. Can you do many? Uh, hmm? Oh, I get goofy. I get I get moms sending me messages on Instagram a decent amount of wanting to hook me up with their daughters. Their daughters, and that's weird. Daughters, yeah. Yeah, daughters. What would be weirder, moms trying to hook you up with their daughters, or single moms hitting on you? Uh, Oh, moms trying to hook me up with their daughters. You're pimping your daughter out. Yeah, yeah. No, that I I would agree with that because yeah, I mean you're you're pimping your own daughter out pretty much. But if you're just a single lady, you know, yeah, who who has kids? Yeah, yeah, fine, but. Not that I want to answer you, but it's better than you pimping at your daughter, you know. So, okay, that's like, that's like thing. Um, there would was. You rather, would you rather have a dude be like, "Yo, you should go date my son," or a single dad be like, "Hey, want to hang out sometime?" I mean, yeah, you're right. I'd rather have a single dad be like, "Hey," than be like, "Yeah, here's my son." Yeah. But then yeah. I also feel like grandmothers do that. It's like, you should really meet my it's granddaughter. It's when a grandma does it. Yeah. So, so yeah. if you're going to pimp out someone that you're related to, use an elderly person. Yes. Is that what you're, you're uh, yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. You, I feel like if it, it would be more likely, okay, if you're, if you're like, okay, grandma, I really like that girl over there. Um, can you say something to her for me? I think it'd be better to have like your grandmother or granddad say it than your mom or dad. Which Does that make sense? Yes. Which yeah. is the better use of a wingman? A grand grandma, grand, sure. grand grandparent or dog? Mm. Like which one dog. is gonna have a better success rate? Dog. You can't really pet you can't really pet an, a grandparent. You could. That's just weird. Yeah, it is. But it's you weird, could. Though. Yeah. Hey, uh, old man. Here you go. I'm just going. You want some Werther's Originals, old man? Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to say I've done it, <laughs> but I've seen it done before. Mm. Uh, you're at a you're at an area with you know people, whether it's a park or something, and you know you got your dog, and you maybe just then you see a group of, of human beings that you're interested in, and you might just let your dog off the leash. Oh, Hopefully runs over there and be like, "Ah, shit! Sorry, my dog." I'm so sorry. Yeah, it just means you got to train your dog right so it goes to the right person. Well, it helps if they have dogs also. Yes, yes. Because obviously you your dog's going to go there. You get the pick of the group. <laughs> yeah, it goes to to Debbie. Uh, they just I, there was just a study recently that was like. Um, in like dating apps, guys with photos of cats are viewed as less attractive than guys without any any animals in the photo. I can I can see that. I had a cat walk up to me the other night in my backyard. I was sitting out there figuring out how I'm gonna build the deck in my little drunk hut that I'm gonna build, and I was sitting there drinking. And next thing I know, there's this cat that just walks up to me. And I just looked down. I was like, "I don't, I don't know you. You can go away now." And it turned around and went away. So cats <laughs> are smart. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. If, I agree with you, Kim. Like, yeah, if, if cats are just less attractive to me than dogs. Someone has a dog, I'm gonna be more attractive. So I can do it. What and what do? I say this. I would say actually, if you're looking at photos and it's like a person by themselves. Versus a photo of them with a cat versus a photo of them with a dog. Neutral on the photo of them by themselves. If they got a picture of a cat, less attractive. If they have a picture with a dog, more attractive. I mean, and I, the rest I, of their photo of them by themselves. I think we are on record on this show as being uh, not cat people. Not dogs. We're not cat people. No. Not that yeah, there's anything. Like not that there's anything wrong with cat people. We have we have glass holes that are cat people. I don't want to piss them off. Again, cats are okay. Cats are 
assholes. Just don't put them in your dating profile photos. I just, I just have this like mental image of somebody with a cat in their profile, just like like Doctor Evil. You, yes, would you care to go on a date with me and my uh, kitty? Doctor. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Um, speaking of weird, I sent you guys a link uh, about the exploding whale memorial park in Washington. Mm-hmm. Did you guys mm-hmm. see that one? I saw it. Number asked one. Ask me if I clicked on it. <laughs> you should have clicked on it because it is one of the greatest okay. videos of all time of a whale in Washington state that beached. Sorry, Oregon. It beached and they used dynamite to get rid of it. Ew. And the Damn. I mean, that's the only way you can get rid of it, right? Well, it I mean, didn't quite work the way that it uh, should have. Um, is this old video from like the set? Uh, it's like fifty years ago. Um, oh, okay. And the greatest line is the blast blasted blubber beyond all believable bounds. I mean, that's like one of those tongue twister kids say in grade school. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry, oh, the audio is on on this. Audio is on. Yes. Okay. Kim is watching. It was night October. Uh, sorry, November twelfth, nineteen seventy. They used. Uh, Does it eight- start with a talk show? Yeah, it's that's not the original um, thing, but it was on I think K T K A T U in Portland. Um, yeah, they did the original thing, and I believe. Oh, wait, they're about to do it. Yeah. Oh, you're not kidding. That's like <laughs> legit dynamite. <laughs> they packed it under there. <laughs> it's this huge, like eight ton whale. It was forty five feet long. It was a sperm whale. And it just sends shrapnels of blubber everywhere. <laughs> I mean, what did they expect to happen? I mean, it's going to obviously just yeah. send shit everywhere. But they named the park Exploding Whale Memorial Park. <laughs> like that. Oh, explode. oh shit. <laughs> that literally went everywhere. Also, yes. I got to plug my computer in. It, I, uh, not, I did not charge it. It. It like hurt cars, like not hurt cars. It totaled cars. Like bits of blubber landed on the roofs of cars. Like people were like running and hiding for their lives because of this exploding whale. And it is one of the most glorious news videos that I have ever seen. And I will tweet it out so people can. That's pretty good. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, pretty good. Like that's that was one of those ones. Like I sent it in the rundown, and then I felt that I needed to send it to you guys on its own so you would watch it because it's been near and dear to my heart for years now. Okay. Yeah. We good. We good? Your phone plugged in? My phone, my computer. Computer? Oh. You would have lost me. That would have been bad. We would have had to have ended the show. And Mm -hmm. we're getting down to the end of it anyway. Yeah, we're we're getting we're getting down to it. Like it, yeah, it might have been plugged in. It's probably we're probably gonna be like peace out. Yeah, it's like phones plug or computers plugged in and time to go. Do I hear music? Uh, not quite yet. I had one question that I wanted <laughs> to ask, and then I was gonna hit the music. Um, I had yeah. this discussion with somebody, and I wanted y'all's opinion on it. Um, okay. If you look at folks that grew up in the Depression era, they've changed their buying habits over years. Over the years, uh, they buy in bulk all the time. Have you found yourself? utilizing products like toilet paper differently now and when you go to the store is there something that you always pick up every time you go to the store because like my stepdad does this with like soap toothpaste toilet paper like you go to my mom's house and he's got a closet full of toilet paper that he did before all of this so he's ddp down to paper uh, that's funny, but doomsday prepper. No, no, no. He uh, was born in 1934, and his parents were just coming out of the depression. So, is it going to generationally change buying oh. habits? Something I buy every time. No, but I also grocery shop like every other day. Well, not during COVID, but like every other day because I get like or every couple of days instead of like going once for like two weeks or once for a week. Yeah, I go like every couple of days because I like fresh produce. Um, no, but I will say I've been looking for paper towels and toilet paper. I'm not out yet. And every time I've gone to a store and they've been different stores, like different grocery stores, all gone, still all out of toilet paper and paper towels. Seriously? Yes. It's so annoying. Damn, 
I've never had a problem. Ugh, maybe I need yeah. to go up your way. Um, it's been fine over here, too. Like Plaza Midwood and Eastway. Oh, Harris Teeter right. Food Line, they've got all kinds of paper products. I literally went to the Harris Teeter on East Boulevard in Dilworth yesterday, and they had zero paper towels, and they had, like, maybe three packages of toilet paper left, but it was, like, the generic, their brand that was not going to be bought by me. That's because you got all the that. South End people. I don't need abrasions from that. Single fly. From that sandpaper. Which, that was my follow-up to this. Are you rationing out your toilet paper now? Do you take like only two or three squares and fold it up and use it properly? Or do you still grab that big wad and go for it? Because I got to bring this show back to its roots. I don't think I ever grab like a big wad. Just saying. Do you adjust the way that you use toilet paper? I have not adjusted the way I use toilet paper. Okay. It was a discussion that came up and I thought that it would be an interesting uh Ryan didn't answer. Maybe Ryan did. What do I do? You said? Have you adjusted the way that you use toilet paper? Oh, no. The, uh, no. No? You just go full in? I yeah, normal, but just because I've never, there's not been like a big shortage up where I am. Yeah. Like, you know, but I've never really had to worry about it. Okay. Well, on that bombshell, I will hit it and we will leave. In a minute and 37 seconds, because the music is now playing. Mm, 37 is my lucky number. Boom. One of them. One of them. So you're either... Wait, This are you 37 now, or are you turning 30? No. I will turn 37 okay. next birthday. All right. Old. That's not that old. I, mean, I just divulged my age. I mean, not that people couldn't figure it out. Yeah. I turned it a couple weeks ago, 37. So You turned 37? Yeah, back in May. When was your birthday? May 24th. I think we missed it. Happy belated. Thank you. It was uh oh, co- Wait, you guys are you guys are thirty seven? <laughs> I'm not. Chuck is. Kim's thirty six. <laughs> I know, I'm close. You knew that? You've known that. I know, I'm joking. Yeah. I knew you guys were that old. <laughs> <laughs> that old that's a rough statement. I knew you guys were were of that age. <laughs> vintage. <laughs> of that vintage. <laughs> yeah, of that vintage. We fart dust. Like, that's what, uh, <laughs> that's what happens. Oh, it's good fire. <laughs> no, dust. We <laughs> shit dust. Not fire. <laughs> yeah. You need to shit huh. fire this weekend at Pocono. Yeah, double header. Hopefully everyone tunes in. Hopefully the weather's all right. Let's see. It is I'm Pocono. rain, man. What's yeah, that? I know it is Pocono. Four races in. Well, five races in. If you count Arca. Say hey to all of the glassholes that work at Pocono that love the show. Kevin Heaney. Will do. We need another banner. Yeah. All right. decal. Rate and review in iTunes. Okay, everybody. Bye. 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 See ya.